Hey lovely people, it's Jen McKnightje and you are listening to the Mind Bean Podcast. I'm a corporate girl gone entrepreneur on multiple occasions and I know what it feels like to be an ambitious being who has a dream business you want to create or life you want to live but you just feel stuck in this systematic corporate job or role in your life which just doesn't fulfill you or bring you purpose and happiness. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, I have been there and it is terrible but if you're listening to this I'm pretty sure that you have a dream a passion or an urge to share your gifts and potential with the world in some way or another so today I'm going to talk about something that's really close to my heart because this affected me more than I could have ever imagined years ago when I was trying to build my first business and that is learning to silence that inner critic so that you can get out of your head and start taking the steps to manifest your dreams. I do not want the world to be deprived of your special gifts. So in this episode, we are going to talk about how to get out of your head and silence that inner critic. Now, isn't it funny how before trying something new in your life, whether it be a new job or a new industry, a dream business you've been wanting to start, or even a new relationship, you start to hear this little voice creep in, say things like, who are you to do that? Or you don't know enough to start your own business, what the hell are you thinking? Or even, who's going to listen to you or pay any attention to what you're doing? Seriously? This little party crasher is an absolute dream killer and it's the one voice, hear this, it's the one voice that we tend to listen to the most. But here's the thing, whenever, I have found in my life at least, whenever something magical is about to happen in our lives, we tend to resist that change, okay, and we fight in everything that's in us, we fight to resist that change. Because it's unfamiliar and new, and we do this to protect ourselves, right? Like, we don't want to put ourselves at risk of failing or looking stupid or being rejected. I mean, who wants that? And so what happens is we suppress those feelings and thoughts of wanting to tap into our beautiful creativeness, our dreams of building that business, or going for that new job or career change by listening to your inner critic, which tells us we're not good enough. And that little voice in our head taps into our biggest fears of being rejected or failing. I have been there, trust me, there are times when I have sat there and I've said to myself, I do not have what it takes to do this, I will never be successful, I may as well just stay in my corporate job, like I am useless Jen, what the hell are you thinking? And I promise you if I look back and I look at what I've achieved now after so many years of fighting that inner critic, I am so glad that I didn't listen to that inner voice years ago, even though that little voice still creeps in. So here's what my experience has been with resisting change and letting that inner critic win the battle time after time. The more I suppressed those feelings and stuck in my lane or stayed in my lane where I was at that corporate job because that inner critic told me I wasn't good enough or I didn't know enough, the stronger that feeling got that I couldn't ignore it anymore. And this has happened on many occasions. Okay, this isn't my first rodeo. I have launched three different businesses, in fact, four different businesses over the past few years. 
And three times I went back to corporate and I sold those businesses that were actually doing well. Can you believe that? So I have let that inner critic win on multiple occasions. And what I found was that feeling, that urge of wanting to create your dream business never goes away. It actually only gets stronger. So for years, I knew I didn't fit into a corporate despite being really good at my jobs. And I knew deep down that I was meant to be doing something else. And I know that if you're listening to this, you're probably in exactly the same boat. Okay, so you are not alone. I hear you, I see you, and I'm here to hold your hand every step of the way. One day, after years of trying to search what I was trying to find, after leaving jobs, then starting a business, then going back to corporate, then working on side hustles, my husband said to me, you're never going to be happy with anything you do and you're never going to be satisfied, right? And although this hit me like a ton of bricks and I suppose he was getting a bit fed up of my story, I guess, I said to him, well, I'm just going to keep trying until I find that thing because I just cannot fight that feeling, that inner knowing that I was meant to be doing something else because that pain was worse. And I really want you to think about this in your life right now. The pain is worse staying where you are and not doing anything than going through that change, okay? So through that change, your inner critic is gonna make you resist so much. But I wanna encourage you to fight that inner critic Okay, so that inner critic doesn't just go away. I still, to this day, despite having had so many different businesses over the years, I still have to fight that inner critic. There is a really beautiful quote that I love by Carl Gustav Jung, who was a cis psychiatrist and psychoanalyst. And he said, he had a really great quote. He said, what you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. Let me say that again, because I had a small stutter there. What you resist not only persists, but will grow in size. And I love this because it's been so true in every aspect of my life and I know in yours too, especially if you're listening to this episode. So your dreams, your interests, your thoughts are so unique to you and they're there for a reason. And here's the thing. So often I work with clients and what they think is the norm, right? Things that they do or the way that they act or the skills that they have. They just think this is the norm. And I say to them, you know what? Many people don't have that gift. So think about that for a minute. Whatever interests you have, whether it's home decor or baking or, you know, you want to start a personal development company or a PR company or whatever that is, those interests are with you for a reason. They are your gift to the world and it becomes eventually a push and a pull game. So think about this and think about where you're at at the moment. If you're in a job that you hate, okay, and maybe every Sunday you get the Sunday blues and you're just dreading your week ahead because you've questioned whether your job is right for you or not. Sometimes we tend to get into these careers from a young age and then 10 years down the line we wake up and think, is this really for me? Can I even change now? Oh my gosh, hell no, I can't change now. I've got bills to pay, I've got roles to play. Like I totally get it, okay? But 
what happens is you are going to get pushed. So you are going to find problems in your job, whether it's your boss, whether it's the hours, whether it's the work that you do, whether it's the people that you work with, you are going to find things that you're unhappy with and you're going to feel a sense of pain. And that pain is where you know that you need change. Okay, so that is the push that I'm talking about. Pain in any area of your life, even whether it's your health goals or your business, pain is there to push you in the right direction. If we never had pain, think about this. If you never had pain in your life, would you ever have made change? Would you ever have grown? Okay, so think of moments in your life when you had pain. What great came out of that? A little while later okay I can almost guarantee you even though you didn't see it at the time something else came up that was much better and what happens is what you might find is when you have that pain you start to take a step in the the right direction or even just a step forward what you might experience is you start to become pulled towards something that you're interested in something that is more aligned with who you are deep down and you cannot ignore it. It's there and it's there to stay. And I promise you, the more that you resist it and you suppress it, that feeling in your gut, that dream of wanting more, that dream of wanting to tap more into your potential and your creativity and your passion, that does not get any weaker. It actually grows. So your thoughts, your dreams are your compass for life. And the more that you resist it, the stronger that feeling will get until you change direction. So embrace it because it is such a beautiful thing. I promise you, if you actually listen to it, you will have such a beautiful, magical life and you will feel so much more joy and purpose in your life. Your cup will become full. I can promise you that. So your inner critic is going to make you become paralyzed, right? By indecision. How many of you have thoughts of what if, imagine if, um, versus this is what I'm going to do. So maybe you're in a job and you've had a dream of a home decor business and you say to yourself, well, what if I don't earn enough money to, to support my family? Or what if I don't earn the same? What if it fails? What if people laugh at me? What if, I, what if it's a big flop? Or maybe you've tried a business and you've spent a lot of money and it, was, it failed, right? Now, first things first, did it fail or did we just give up? Or was that maybe not the right business for you? So sometimes that inner critic acts as a reason we tell ourselves for not taking action, okay? So this is super important. Where we justify why we haven't started to manifest our dreams into reality, where we say things like, I don't know enough, or like, sure, I'm going to put that on a back seat, right? Because I need to learn more. How many of us tell ourselves that? They won't take me seriously, or I'm not confident enough. But all that does, all that inner critic does is offer temporary relief for ourselves for not gearing into action, right? So for the time being, we think, oh, you know, I don't know enough. Maybe when I know enough, then I'll be able to start. When I know this or when I do this, I'll be able to start. And temporarily, we feel fine, right? We have a reason why we didn't start. Until deep down, three years later, we're still in the same job and we look back and we're unhappy and we can't understand why. And it's because that deep inner knowing that you're destined for something else is going to pull you to that greater life. Okay, so we have two choices. Either 
we can spiral down and become unhappy, indecisive, question ourselves until we have mental burnout, right? How many of us tell ourselves we, we think about the same thing five times a day until we're actually exhausted and we can't understand why? Maybe we get home and we're not present for our partner and we're just switched off or we're snappy at our kids or if you don't have kids, you get home and you watch Netflix and scroll on your phone because your brain just cannot cope with anything anymore. It's totally normal. And we keep going with that pain until that pain gets stronger every day and then that pull gets stronger and we have a choice. Instead of spiraling down, okay, I want you today to make a commitment to spiral up and fight that inner critic. So ask yourself, when you get to that space and it's hard and you just want to give up and you don't know why, you're so unhappy and you don't have faith in yourself that you have what it takes, ask yourself, are you going to spiral up or are you going to spiral down? I can tell you from today, from experience, that fighting that inner critic is so worth it in the end because you will live a life more magical than you ever could have imagined. Here's what I do if that inner critic creeps in and gate crashes my party. First, I try and understand where those beliefs about myself come from. And I'll give you a personal example, okay? Time to get real, ladies. So, I used to tell myself that I wasn't good enough for years or had what it takes to achieve more with my life. And when I dug deeper, I realized that a lot of it came from my childhood. So, I have a sibling, right, who's, I love him to bits, but he's troublesome, okay? And he would get, as a kid, 10 times more attention than me all the time simply because he was naughty so growing up I worked really hard I'd never stepped out of line I got okay grades I wasn't an A grade student some I got A's rest were pretty average but I worked pretty hard right and I never stepped out of line and I never stopped working really hard but still I wouldn't get that same attention from my parents so in my head at the time I developed this belief that I was never good enough deep down Never good enough for more attention, never good enough for more love. And no matter what I did, that feeling stayed. And it actually carried with me into my adult years. Okay, But the truth is, after doing the growth work, what I didn't realize is that belief wasn't fact. Okay, it, it was a completely false belief and it was simply wasn't true. Like I have the most amazing parents and they loved me more than you could ever imagine. But I didn't understand it at the time, what was happening. And of course, being a parent now, I totally get it. But the point is that sometimes our inner critic and our belief that we aren't good enough stems from deep-rooted false beliefs that we need to tackle. So today, I want you to think of the moments that made you believe you weren't good enough or confident enough. What experience did you have to create that belief? What is it? Was it a teacher that told you you're not good enough? A job you were at where they underpaid you? Uh, maybe you flunked a project or a presentation or maybe your first business was a flop. Now, look for reasons as to why that simply is not true. So once you've got about three reasons where that false belief could have developed, I want you to find opposing experiences that prove that false belief false. So, for example, I never felt I was good enough. I had a lot of deep-rooted issues from that. 
But when I look back over the years, uh, one example, for example, I was in a company where I felt that they weren't paying me enough and actually deep down I didn't feel I was good enough. And if I think back, in one of my meetings, the CEO of the company actually said to me, Jen, what do you want to earn? I will pay you whatever you want. I need you here. What team do you want? Tell me your list and I will make everything happen. And you know that I still walked out of that meeting believing that I was shorthanded. And because I actually recommended a number much lower than what I wanted. But that was because I had that belief that I wasn't good enough. So when I think of that, the fact that they were offering me that completely debunks that, that false belief that I had. If they were willing to offer me whatever it took to keep me there, of course I was good enough. Hello. So look for reasons that show that your belief is not true. Okay. And all we're doing is we're showing you that what you believe is not necessarily true. Those rules that you live by where you feel you're not good enough is not necessarily true. If you have kids or a partner or parents, think about how much unconditional love you get. Love that has no rules, no boundaries, they just love you for you, right? That's unconditional love. Shows you that you're good enough, you're worthy, and people love you for it. Now, secondly, what I like to do, and I want you to try this, is I like to find a quiet place to get out of my uncontrollable headspace. Okay, so when we've got all of those crazy cycle mentations going on and we're burnt out from emotional exhaustion, I sit quiet, I put on a meditation soundtrack and I become present and engaged again with the world. What this does is this gives us perspective, okay? We're not in danger right now. We're not dying. Our life is not ending. It gives us perspective and we stop worrying about the future and the past and we come to the now. And we tell ourselves that we're safe right now and there is nothing but good around us. And what this does is it gives us headspace to see that our inner critic is in full swing and that usually means that something great is coming. So this is a time where you go inward, into your mind, into your inner self, that part of you that knows what's really calling you and that part of you that will see your inner critic is trying to pull you back and you will fight the resistance heading your way. So once you can quieten your mind space and you can become present, you can see and gain perspective of what is actually happening and you can fight that resistance. Okay, the last thing that I do, and so can you, is to stop your inner critic in its tracks when you find it's just spiraling out of control, right? And this one seems and feels strange when you do it first, but trust me, it starts to sink in. So, when you find your resistance kicking in, flag it with your mind, be aware of it, flag it, stop it, and exchange it with a positive thought. So, Tell yourself, instead of, I can't do this, oh my gosh, there's so much I'll have to do, how am I going to get from here to there, that it just seems impossible, right? Tell yourself, wait a minute, that's my inner critic, I, can, I hear you, I feel you, and I'm going to stop you. I have what it takes, and I'm worthy of all the good to come into my life, and I surrender to what will unfold. So, forget the outcome. Just surrender to what's pulling you and be curious for what's about to happen. So just remember to flag it 
and exchange those negative thoughts that don't serve you, uh, exchange them for something positive and say, I have what it takes, I'm worthy of all the good in my life to come through and I surrender to what will unfold. Now, I absolutely love art, right? I am really actually good at painting and drawing. I have an honors degree in fine art. And the reason I love art so much, which is funny considering my career pretty much has nothing to do with it, is because no matter how much you visualize an image you want to create, that dream, every detail, the outcome is always more magical than you ever could have imagined, right? So each time you paint a new color is created, one you've never planned or a different, more beautiful image is created entirely, okay? If you just let go and be open to what unfolds. So just go with it because the end result always ends up more beautiful than you ever could have imagined, I promise you. So do these techniques, okay? Sit in a quiet place. Listen to that inner voice, okay? Understand what beliefs that are false are holding you back. And the third thing is, when you find yourself resisting, flag it and fight it, because I promise you it is worth every single step. Do this and you will start to learn to silence that inner critic when it's needing, needed. You'll have more faith in your abilities and yourself and you'll be able to get out of your head and into the game, okay? And I want to end off with just one thing. Your dreams are there for a reason. And other people need your gift in the world. If you do not share them, if you do not tap into that courage to take the first step, to try something new, to just be curious about what's going to unfold, it will pull you forever and it will only get stronger because you have a purpose. And I do not want you to deprive the world of that magical gift, okay? You've got this. Trust me. Keep going. I believe in you. If you want more of mindset, life, and building a business you love, follow us on MindBeanVibe on Instagram or visit MindBean.me for more. Also, I have a little gift for you. If you are still listening, you're one of those go-getters, right? You're one of those people that follow through all the way to the end. So I've got a gift for you. If you're wanting to create a dream business and still hold down your 9-to-5 job, okay, pop me a DM on at MindBeanVibes on Instagram and I will have a chat with you. I'm going to soon launch a course that's going to help people launch that business whilst holding a 9-to-5 as a busy, successful woman because I wish I had this years ago and I wish that I had somebody to help me with that mindset that overcoming that self-doubt, that lack of confidence because I promise you the one thing that I've realized is building a business is 80% mindset. We are our only limitations, okay? So if you're interested in doing that, DM me on at MindBeatVibes and we will have a one-on-one -on -one chat. Until then, keep going. You've got this. I believe in you.